Welcome to Theater of Delights, the finest radio stories brought to you over the airwaves here in the Pleasure Zone. We now return to pretty much Erin Brockovich, but she has to prove there's a Grinch. Enjoy Erin Brockovich, Part 2, The Binge That Stole Christmas. Mrs. Hooland, has a woman in a snakeskin robe ever told you how excellent your tea is? Why, you're the first, Erin. Thank you both for coming to my home, which was where we are right now and we're having tea. Thank you, Mrs. Hooland, for having us. Just to reiterate the claims here, stated, you wanted the Hanukkah Christmas law firm to pay you a house call? We called your law firm because we don't want to sue anybody. Ever. It's un-Christmas-like, and we thought we might as well tell a lawyer to their face right now. Oh, George, you said business would wait until after non-seasonal cookies. It's me, the crotchety old man, Mr. Hoolan. Call me George! Please, Neil, have a non-seasonal cookie. I'm taking the cookie and noticing it is not but a circular chocolate chip. They were shaped like pine trees when I made them. But then they changed. (laughs) The Lord works in mysterious ways, I guess. Your cookies changed shape, you're saying, Mrs. Hooland? Made tree cookies. Went to bed. They infuriated God. Normal cookies in the morning. Very strange. You see, Mr. Hanukkah, we uphold the spirit of Christmas all year long, just like the fine folks of the Dora's Meat Corporation on down the street. They sent us the most wonderful card. Show them the card, George. Neil, I want you and your oozingly sexual assistant to read this card. I'm holding up a card for you. Erin, could you please read the card? I have to massage my eyeballs while sighing deeply. Oy. Ho, ho, ho from the Doris Meat Corporation. Christmas isn't about having nice things or suing people. Ho, ho. I'll be honest with you, this also seems suspicious. Nonetheless. Nonetheless what? Nonetheless. They're wonderful folks over there at Doris. Ever since they opened that slaughterhouse down the road, they give us five American dollars for the tender flesh of our innocent livestock. Livestock that has lived, mind you, only in innocence. Their souls rendered prey unto terrible machines in exchange for money trade. And just between us girls, Mrs. Hooland, when did the slaughterhouse open? Don't tell her, Mary Beth. Well, if it's between us girls... Around six years ago. And how many times has your Christmases been stolen? Why, six times. Aaron. Little lady, we invited you in here to say our Christmas is just fine. Sounds to me like the work of a Grinch. Aaron, be careful now. Our what now? 
We don't want no big city trouble. A Grinch! This side of the Mason-Dixon! We won't be having that. As a matter of fact, George, show our guests all the days we don't want to sue anybody on our advent calendar where all the chocolates mysteriously went missing. Right this way, Neil and Aaron. See this calendar? See all of the days? Those are the days we don't want to sue anybody. Don't go looking for the chocolates in there. For some reason, the holes are filled with green shit. You promised me when you got this job that there would be no Grinch nonsense, Aaron. Anyone with holiday eyes can clearly see a Grinch is behind this. Just think about it for one minute. Feces inside the advent calendar? Cookies made non-jolly in the dead of night? The Grinch isn't real, Aaron. It's something we tell our children to get them to pursue Christmas law. I should have never trusted such an it girl with a position at my farm in this man's world. Look at this ancient scroll. I hid in your glove compartment. I'm taking out a scroll. Oh, so you're putting scrolls in my glove compartment now. That's how it is. I'm unrolling this scroll. It's unbelievable there's a scroll. Look at this. It's called Encroaching Grinchdom. It happens the first three weeks of December. These are classic signs. You know who you sound like, don't you? You sound just like Rudolf Berg. The guy I hired last year who pursued Rudolph instead of doing his job. In a way, I'm even more of a lawyer than you because I know the Grinch signs. Well, you can tell that to the unemployment chief, baby doll. Because you're back to the shit can and you're canned in your ass, baby doll. Now you just wait one Grinchin' minute. When we're back at the Hanukkah Christmas farm, I want you to pack up your things and then go to hell. Back at the farm? But you're currently driving us in your car there now, and I'm crossing my arms defiantly in the passenger seat. You had your chance, Missy. And you went, and you threw it straight into the holiday garbage. Neil, please. I'll have to eat my little girl if I don't have money, because it is the year of her winter of harrowing. A curse throughout California that we all know about. Well, maybe you can think about those decisions as you munch her bones. Neil. Aaron. Neil. If this is your best attempt at erotic hypnotism, you better try again. Neil. Ugh! Blast, I'm too horny. Neil! You can stay, but you're on paperwork until January, because this Grinch business is unfathomable. Thanks, Neil. Tyler, I laser tagged you. Ha ha, we're playing laser tag at a laser tag place. Tyler, no running. They said no running in the safety announcements at the beginning like they do at laser tag. Ah, let him run a little, Aaron. Chaz, you may watch my children for free and feed them, and all I do is show up and scream at you when I come home from work, but don't you ever tell me how to talk to my kids. Ha ha. I shot you, Mommy! Ha-ha! Don't you ever shoot your mother! After all I do for you! I'm gonna run as fast as I can in a dark, smoke-filled room! Here I go! Hey, everybody! It's me, the guy who runs the laser tag on the EPA. Just chiming in to say the smoke in the room is from a real fire. Everyone's gotta go because... 
I was trying to show my buddy a magic trick, and a curtain caught on fire, and it's, uh, it's just, uh, you gotta go. It's, it's real fire. We're home, kids. Nobody make eye contact with mommy for the rest of the week. Listen to your mother. Her eyes are jewels. And it's time for you to go home, Chaz. All right. I don't really have a home. I usually drive my hog into a ditch and then go to sleep in the ditch. Go sleep in a ditch then. Come back here in eight hours and watch my kids. Babe, what's going on? I can see the tenseness of your shoulders through your snakeskin robe. <sighs> it's Neil. I've been working at his firm for a week and he still won't let me pursue a clear case of Grinch litigation. Did you show him the scroll? I unveiled it right in front of him. Maybe he misread the glyphs. He wouldn't even behold the glyphs, Chaz. Maybe if a man handed him the parchment. Do you want me to come on down there tomorrow? You do that? As long as I don't hurt my leg flipping my motorcycle off the road, which is how I sleep. No, I'll make him see. I'll conduct this ingrinstigation myself. That works too. The only thing I wanted when I got this job was a steady paycheck so that my young and silent daughter Charlene might remain unconsumed. But now, now I demand justice. You're a strong woman. And you dress like the cover of an 80s metal album for some reason. Chaz, thank you. I will never love you, but will use you to my own ends. Anytime, e-girl. I'll see you in the manana. It landed on my arm! Ah, this is how I sleep! Hi, my name is Aaron Brockagrinch. I'm calling in regards to the outbreak of Christmas thieveries. No, I don't mind talking to you here at your work, Miss Horton. Even if it is an active lumber yard. Your blow-up elf has gone missing? And there was shit in its place that was green? It was no problem coming down to the horse racing track at all, Mr. Sanchez. Tell me about your stolen sleigh. And you live right across the street from the Doris Meat Company. And your Christmas tree was decorated in green shit? Make gusta football as well, Ms. Gutierrez. It is my privilege to go to a game con you. You say you saw Santa, but he was green and covered in hair? And you usually use that sleigh to bring your newborn cows to the Doris Neat Company? That's strange. No, I will not stop until your life-size elf balloon has been returned. Timber! I... Well, oh, I'm sorry, that's that's just weird. I thought they cut the trees down, not in the lumber yard, but that's fine. Adam. Adam, wait up. Oh, hey, Neil, it's been a while. What are you doing here at the Hoolins residence, which is where I am ringing the doorbell? You're damn right it's been a while. Why are you not at the office? And here at the Hooland residence, even though they're not a client of ours. Yeah, I decided to check back now that I've made some progress on the Grinch case. 
Aaron, there is no Grinch case. Interesting. Then how come my ass is here investigating dressed exactly like Ivy from Soul Calibur? Frankly, I do not know. And it has me all hot and bothered. I want you to look at this, Neil. I'm rummaging through my massive purse and pulling out a map of the area. Aaron, please, not again. I'm fully erect. The markings on this map represent every home that has had a Christmas-based incident in the last month. Notice anything? You think this excuses? You missing a full week at the office when you could have been working with the rest of the staff putting together a very important holiday carriage. It's a candy cane, Neil. There have been incidents in the shape of a candy cane surrounding where? The Doris Meat Company plant. That could be anything, Aaron. That could be a showtime at the Apollo Hook for all we know. It's the same shape. Oh, hello again. You're back at the Hooland residence, which is where I live. Hello, Mrs. Hooland. Just thought I'd check in, Ari, your stance on... Never suing anyone for any reason. Well, Aaron, it's nice to see you, and that's a fantastic blade whip you've got there, but I'm afraid our stance is final. Damn it, where is it? Is that Mr. Hooland hollering back there? Yes, it's very unfortunate. It appears he's somehow lost his medical Santa hat. Well, we're sorry to bother you, Mrs. Hooland. That sounds quite serious, Mrs. Hooland. The medical Santa hat. Yes, last year he was diagnosed with a psychological condition that can be fatal if he doesn't wear a specific red hat. It says Santa right on the fluffy part! And the hat says Santa on the fluffy part. Where's the... Where's the... Uh, George! He fainted. I'm coming in the house. Get me 30 cc's of adrenaline. Aaron, we have to call the hospital. You're not a doctor, for Christ's sakes. I'm a woman in a man's world, and I think I know more than enough about how to fix the human heart. Now, you're being hysterical. We have to call a Christmas doctor. Now, Mrs. Hooland, the 30 cc's. Here, Aaron, we keep adrenaline in the wine cellar for special occasions. Thank you, Mrs. Hooland. Put it on the end of my whip, which I've transformed back into a blade using the triangle button. Aaron, if this doesn't work out, it will be a defeat for women, and therefore a victory for all men. And the Hoolands could sue our Christmas firm. Then I hope God is watching from her ivory tower as I stab this blade whip into his heart! Oh, George! I'm breathing and I'm alive and I'm throwing up! Well, it appears my work here is done. Aaron, if you weren't here, with your fashionable and sexy Soul Calibur outfit that comes with a blade whip... Oh, God, what if it happens again? Why? Why would someone take a medical Santa hat? Not someone, Mr. Hooland. Something. A Grinch. A Grinch is hiding at the Doris Meat Corporation. I have all the data, and it's time we made it pay. Oh no, I'm crying because of the Grinch. Well, that would explain why the chauffeur I usually keep the hat instead had a pile of green shit on it. Aaron, you're not fired. After seeing this, instead, well, you're in charge of the law firm, and I now work for you or something. I don't know how it works specifically. The only thing that's firm around here, Neil, is my commitment to doing what's right.
I'm the Christmas law office is a firm. And that is a firm. The firm is ready to go to war with the Doris Meat Corporation. But will they succeed? And is there time to win the big case before the dark harvest seals young silent Charlene's dreaded fate? Our story continues next episode of Theater of Delights. <laughs>